The Golden Knights are shut out for the second time on the road trip, this time falling in Pittsburgh on Sunday, three to zip. As we take a look at that game, recap that, and the overtime loss in Philadelphia, all ahead on this edition of Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick. It's a holiday week ahead. Welcome from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen wherever you are and wherever you find your podcast. And subscribe on our YouTube channel. That is Locked On Golden Knights. We are brought to you by Sleeper. Go to the Sleeper app. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you will get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply again the promo code locked on NHL. Chris, for the second time in four games on this road trip, Golden Knights shut out on Sunday. It was three to nothing. Their second three to nothing shutout loss on the road. Uh, the loss to the Capitals on the first leg of this trip as well. Uh, this game had a little bit of a different vibe, I felt, however. After a couple of periods, I didn't feel that VGK would be that resilient team. Uh, that they would come back. They didn't really have a lot of zip. Uh, you can blame it on a back-to-back or whatever. Uh, I thought that the most frustrated Golden Knight after that game was Jonathan Marcheseau uh, because he couldn't put the puck in net on six shots. Uh, good news for the VGK. Nick Haig returned to the lineup after missing eight games. Bad news. Oh, boy. Um, Lars Eller uh, really Got to him, a lot of pressure, turnover that led to the Ryan Graves goal. That was Graves' first goal as a member of the Pittsburgh team, the Penguins. <laughs> yeah, not, not Steelers. So it's no, I was doing this. I was trying to do uh, my Bruce Penguin. Bruce Cassidy doing the Penguin would be kind of funny. Okay. Um, listen, it's a rough patch. I mean, this is this is going to happen, and it's always it's always a little more fun kind of covering the golden Knights and watching all the fan pages and stuff. When things go bad a little bit, there's <laughs> such a short memory from last season and it was right about or from, now. The, or, from or from the last game even. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, this is this right now, November, you know, right around Thanksgiving, this is where look, the equivalent to the dog days of baseball, right? This is, you know, this is June, July, and August right now, kind of all in one where the games all blend together. The players are getting a little tired and, you know, bumps and bruises are catching up. And the Golden Knights, I mean, they actually iced a very healthy lineup last night. I think this was the first time this season the Golden Knights were able to use the lineup they intended to use for opening night. Now, the only question mark of Pavel Dorofiev, um, I can confirm Dorofiev was officially out Saturday's game due to an upper body injury, obviously. Of course, he got his teeth knocked mm-hmm. out. I don't recall what his availability was for Sunday's game. Basically, if um, Howden or Amadio are above him on the depth chart, per se. But 
back to this game. I mean, I watched, I didn't watch it too closely, admittedly, but I did have it on while I was working and opening sports cards and stuff. And what I will say is just when I'm watching some of these games, you can feel a little more excitement. You can feel a little more life just as you're kind of glancing over. And this game didn't have that. Um, it was kind of, I think Ryan Wallace said it the same way. This game was really over after the first goal was scored. When you're on a back-to-back like this, the worst spot you can be in is chasing a multiple goal deficit. You're tired. The other team's tired too, but they're going to you know, waste a lot less energy defending than the other team is going to be pressing. So it's just, it's one of those games. It happens. It's a rough road trip. Uh, we set the line at five and a half points for the 10 game or for the five game road trip. I said five points. Five points is looking like uh, I yeah. said five. I said five points. I said, yeah, five yeah. I we call under, five points a piece. That's going to be a rough trip. And for the month, uh, 16 and a half. And a half I was wondering what, what we had. Okay. 16 and a half. 16 and a half. You said over. I said under. I said 16. You said 17. So, yeah. But no, yeah, we're both I think we pretty much no, Well, we know this team is what I'm getting at here. Well, we know this team and we know how the NHL works. Everyone's not going to, I mean, listen, when a team like the Boston Bruins does what they do last season, does what they did last season, where they just go bonkers every game, it does take something out of you. They got knocked out of the playoffs by the eight seed Florida Panthers, who eventually obviously represented the East in the cup final. But, you know, it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, and for the VGK, they really did play over their heads last season on the road. And there's no way that you could replicate the way they played last season. That's just very difficult to do and the way the schedule falls and all of that. Uh, a puck battle, I think a major one that they lost last night. Well, they lost that battle in front of the net on the first goal for the Penguins. And then um, Nolachari on that goal, there was a puck battle in the corner. Puck came loose. No one accounts for Achari, and he just scores right there at the front of the net. Um, and then Evgeny Malkin had the empty netter in the third period. VGK had a lot of chances, too. And Jack Eichel, I think, was frustrated as well. He hit the crossbar on one shot. Uh, this Pittsburgh team, too, another thing to point out, when they have a two-goal lead this season, I think there's something like 6-1. and one. I think I read that in between football games and all of the media stuff going on here in the house. But, yeah, uh, tough team to come back on. Yeah, and, I mean, that's really any team is tough to come back on. And the Golden Knights, they've been making a dangerous living this year, especially on the road a little bit, having to climb back from multiple goal deficits. That also is going to take a lot out of a team. Uh, Montreal, they trailed uh, at least once, if not twice, by multiple goals. Just a crazy, goofy game. And then, obviously, the Flyers game was just a very bizarre game. And, you know, what's with all these uh, major penalties right now? Like, what is just – there's something strange in the water right now uh, with the Golden Knights. And, you know, it's – if it's a positive, what was it, game 18, 17, 19? What game was this yesterday? Whatever it was, there's plenty of time – to get things figured out. The Golden Knights still sit top right now of uh, the Pacific. They got a three-point lead over Vancouver, who seems to have faltered a little bit. Otherwise, uh, that gap would be a little bit bigger. So, you know, it'll be interesting after Wednesday's game against the Stars is over. That'll be uh, the next 10 games where Cassidy says he likes to evaluate the the, the, the season in eight to 10-game chunks. First eight to 10-game chunk, 
life is good. Second eight to 10 game chunk, eh, life isn't as good, but it's not bad either, right? I mean, the Golden Knights, it seems by the way the standings go, I don't know how many games Vancouver has between now and uh, Thursday, but the Golden Knights most likely will take a lead in the Pacific going into American Thanksgiving. Life is good. If, if I would have told any reasonable or borderline unreasonable Golden Knights fan that the team some way, somehow would be top of the Pacific going into Thanksgiving, that's a huge win. Hmm. That is a huge win. And do you think do you think VGK will make the playoffs if they're in first place by American Thanksgiving? I think I think they'll make the playoffs. I think there's a good chance. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had a needle you there. Uh, the key against the Penguins is to score the first goal. Interesting statistic: they have scored the first goal in 14 of 17 games this season, and that is leading the league. So I did ascertain a few things in between watching football and hockey and everything else. Uh, their goalie, Alex Nedelikovic. My goodness. Uh, did you see? They just called him up from the AHL. <laughs> he had a goalie goal the game before, I guess, in the, on the AHL level. But uh, he did a good job stopping 38 shots. Are things leveling out a little bit for the goaltenders? I keep asking you this question because I'm not quite sure. Are they there? Or is it just bad puck luck? What's happening? Aiden Hill saving uh, 30 of 32 shots. And uh, the goaltending tandem, you know, giving up more goals, is what's that a result of? Defensemen coming in and out. What's happening with the goaltending for VGK? I mean, I'll tell you what's happening. Aiden Hill's got a 929 save percentage. Logan Thompson has a 920 save percentage. Aiden's goals against 207. Logan's 248. So the answer is nothing's happening with the goaltending. Goaltending is great. They're um, the constant right now through this little bit of a skid. And, you know, look at the goals yesterday. I mean, you got some strange stuff happening around the net. Cassidy mentioned the first goal. You saw Aiden Hill just kind of all out of sorts before the goal happened. Possible interference. Cassidy elected not to challenge it if I read the read him rightly, um, appropriately. And then the second goal. It just like Alec Martinez looks like he wants to take it out of one side of the net. It goes to the other way, deflects off of the Penguins player who's there. And, and Aiden Hill's looking this way as the puck hits him on the butt on the right side. Like that's just, it's just the bad puck, luck. The puck had eye. The puck had eye is puck luck, stats, statistics, whatever you want to say. What One question I do want to ask uh, Coach Cassidy, I'll probably, I think I'm, I won't be around the team possibly until Saturday at this point with my personal schedule. But one question I want to ask, Casty talks about looking at the stats after the game, trying to see, you know, was it a game they could have won? Did they win that type of stuff? What analytics does he look at? I want to know what he's what he's looking at. Is it the same stuff? Like, like I have the events sheet up here. It says who the plus minuses were and shots mm -hmm. on goal, shifts and all that. Or is he looking at advanced stats? Like, I'm really curious to know how he evaluates these games because he did mention he felt that, you know, he, he wasn't, he didn't think this was a bum effort or anything like that. He was, he wasn't necessarily complimentary, but he definitely felt that this was a game where the Golden Lights could have fared better. I think is a fair way to assess his comments. Well, we always see a good response from the VGK, and after two periods, I felt as though they were done. I didn't feel as though they would get back into the, back the game. Back stuff. It's you know whatever. I mean, it's okay. 
It's not, a, it's, no, no, it's not a, it's not a, it's a, it's not a excuse by any means. It's simply when you're down multiple goals in the NHL on the backside it's of a, a back to back. It's, it's a circumstance. It's it is a circumstance. Excuse. It's not. An that excuse. is a circumstance. It's reality. It's reality, and that's fair. It's not an excuse. I know. Coming up next, observations from Saturday's overtime loss in Philadelphia. That comes your way next, right here. So long ago. Unlocked on Golden Knights. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and much, much more. Whether you are into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you are looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you are burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. We are back on Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We appreciate you doing so. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel. That is Locked On Golden Knights. Uh, don't forget, uh, coming up on Friday, we have WTF What the Friday. This week, it'll be WTF Black Friday. WTF okay. Black Friday, yeah, edition. We just make stuff up as we go along. And, of course, the Chris and Chris show uh, coming up this Saturday, the YouTube exclusive that you could catch only on Lockdown Golden Knights. <laughs> Uh, VGK, one point over a couple of weekend games, uh, three points total in four games. It's been a situation, a case of, uh, Chris, a feast or famine for the Golden Knights. Either they're scoring goals in bunches or they're getting shut out. Uh, Sean Couturier scoring the game winner. And I was watching. We had the UNLV football gathering. Go Rebels. Wow, nine and two. Who would have thunk this? I'm right? shocked. I was sweating the score <laughs> a little bit. I think you or someone said, "Was the score twenty-seven to seven the other way at one point?" They they were down by seventeen. At seventeen. One point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, that, that sucks. I know Tony's been talking about it, and then I checked my Twitter. I think we were at, we were at a birthday party for my uh, one of my son's friends, and I looked down and saw they won. I'm like, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah, no, very good. Good coaching, great adjustments, and all of that with a whole group of people at Twin Peaks, and it was funny because we had the back patio. We had like 50 people on the back patio, and then other people couldn't fit back there. It's becoming a thing. It's becoming a thing. So as an alum, I'm real happy about that. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, but we also have a hockey game on as well. So going back and forth, uh, you have to be able to multitask in today's world. Uh, what was the review at the end of the game all about? Uh, they challenged, I believe, for – I don't know if it was a challenge or the NHL initiated. I don't know how exactly how that side works, but – it was for a missed stoppage. So if you watch right before the goal happens, like before the puck even gets to the corner, Logan puts his hand up. He puts his hand up, which is usually kind of signaling, hey, something happened, the puck hit something, whatever it may have you. So he felt the puck went out of place somewhere. There was no offsides. The puck 
entered the net cleanly, so no issues there. Um, but the team seemed really confident on the bench. They just sat there and waited and waited. And by everyone's reaction, I'm like, okay, this is probably going to come back. And then the the referee said otherwise, and that was that. That was it. Yeah, at the that end of the it. game. Uh, VGK now has lost five of its last seven. Jonathan Marcheseau uh, got off the schneid. Two goals, the yeah, second one coming on the five-on-three power play. Uh, but how does VGK give up a couple of power play goals to Philadelphia? A team coming in that was just four for 53. How does that happen? Uh, the first, I'm trying to, I can't remember the second second goal. Okay, I think I remember both goals. The first goal, there's some <laughs> weird rebounds and stuff. It's a long like time that, ago. Right? Yeah, I mean, the first one just, it, it happened. It's one of those goals, it's just, it's going to happen. I mean, teams are going to score on you. That's 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 the easiest way to say that. I mean, if you want to break it down a bit farther and, you know, maybe player A was out of position and the rebound could have gone somewhere else, fine, whatever. But, you know, it's it happens. It's a type of goal that's going to happen on the power play when you're down a player. And uh, the puck had eyes, Tony. There you go. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um, and then I'm pretty sure I could be wrong if this is the goal or not, but uh, Logan Thompson, one of his uh, favorite quotes, if I can see it, I can save it. Well, he didn't see the shot from the point because there was traffic, and I think he was screened by a Flyers player and or one of the Golden Knights defensemen and just uh, one of those weird ones where uh, he didn't see it, he didn't save it, and so what? I mean, that's uh, that's that's how she goes sometimes. Yeah, and the final couple of minutes of regulation, uh, the VGK had two really good shorthanded chances as well. Uh, and it just, again, couldn't capitalize on those chances. Sometimes the puck falls and other times it doesn't have eyes. And, you know, the puck for the opponent has the eyes. But a difficult uh, couple of games back-to-back uh, for the VGK. And to me, just a sign, again, Stanley Cup champions, everyone is just coming for the VGK. Yes, yes. Right? It's yes. starting to really pick up with more intensity each and every stop on the road for the Vegas Golden Knights, I feel. I think it's definitely catching up, right? I mean, the season starts. The Golden Knights did a good job of maybe catching teams by surprise, which if if that's the case, that's maybe not the best preparation by their oppositions because they're the Stanley Cup champs and you know they're going to bring it every single night. But, you know, now that there's, you know, 18 games, 17 games of footage out there, now this is where the other team's coaching staffs and video staffs are starting to maybe find some things, find some soft areas. I mean, every team has them. Every team has some weaknesses. And the Golden Knights, you know, some of their weaknesses maybe are being exposed a little bit on top of the fact that the puck just isn't finding ways to go in. This is all part of what happens in an 82-game season. And, you know, listening to Mark Stone's comments and the rest of the team's comments, while things were going well early, they match up to everything that's happening now. Mark Stone, just a little bit off right now. The timing's a little bit off. The execution isn't there. Uh, I think that was that was after the Jets game last week, two weeks ago. I can't remember which game specifically it was, but basically it was like an impromptu, you know, State of the Union address, State of the Team address from Mark Stone, where he went really deep into a lot of things that was going on. But it was after a victory. It was after a victory. So, you know, now how much different are things now than they were two weeks ago? Is the team really doing anything different? I mean, maybe they're getting a little bit out of sorts on defense at times, but that's going to happen, especially on a long road trip, especially when your defense has not been fully intact, but one 
of the 19 games played. And it was the most recent game on the backside of a back-to-back. So that's another good reason to look at better days ahead, I guess, right there. On this uh, back to goaltending, um, I believe that each goalie, I can't add and subtract empty net goals or what have you, but uh, I think they've each given up seven goals on this uh, this road trip for the VGK. Um, yes, on the game on Saturday, I should say, LT, 34 of 38 shots that he stopped. Uh, the chemistry with this team, with players coming in and out, at a time, I really do believe that that could catch up to VGK. Uh, you could put all these superstars in there into the lineup in and out and what have you. They still play the same system, but at times, you know, could get a little bit choppy. In terms of, I missed the last part in terms of turnovers. In it could terms get, of... No, a little bit choppy in that the chemistry, it just oh. isn't there at times when you have different players coming in, back into the lineup. We're hundred uh, percent for VGK right now, right? Yes. Well, I mean, as close to 100% as there's going to be. I well, mean, we're still waiting for Robin Leonard to get back. But of course, yes, there that. you go. I mean, let's start with Chandler Stevenson. Uh, unfortunate circumstance that gets him a game um, a game misconduct with a cross check. A lot of people are that was saying it was the in the ter- shoulder. It was into the It was into the turnbuckle. Bro. I saw that. It was the turnbuckle. Was that okay? Yeah, it, it, but it was the turnbuckle where the wrestler, or... they take off the, 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 the cushion first, <laughs> right? They took off the cushion and, you know, but I mean... <laughs> Listen, Stevenson, it was not a responsible play. I'm sure Stevenson would be the first one to say that. Um, was five minutes warranted? I mean, you can argue both sides of that. But at the end of the day, that's what the reality was. He got a game misconduct. Um, how that fits into what your statement was, he only had, you know, what, five, six minutes of game time, and then that happened. That was his first game back after a long layoff due to injury. So now it's going to take him even longer to get acclimated. So that's going to throw off the chemistry, of course, of that second line with Stone and Howden. Um, Nick Haig, I could be wrong. I don't want to say the wrong thing here, but I'm pretty sure Nick Haig did not log a practice out of a red sweater. Um, I believe when I was watching the preview for one of the games, I could be, again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But but I think just the amount of time went by where they felt Haig was good to go Saturday. There was no pregame skate Friday. The team was off and Thursday. I, I pretty much recall in Montreal. It was just one video report that they show with Ashley vice where there was one player left in a red sweater out there. So, you know, we'll see if we can get an update maybe throughout the week on that. So I can get some clarity, but point being is that was Nick Hague's first game back after missing quite some time. Zach Whitecloud just came back recently after missing a long time. So, it's going to take a minute. It's going to take a minute. And the team's going to have probably, a, I would assume, a day off today, Monday, and uh, practicing a full practice on Tuesday, I hope, which will be very good. And they should have a pregame skate on Wednesday. So they're going to be up and running for the Stars. The Stars are going to be waiting for them. We can definitely assume uh, Cassidy did mention that the Stars will be waiting for the team that eliminated them in their building last year. Uh, Jamie Ben has all that animosity, and that game was ugly, right? That game was ugly the last time the Stars and the Golden Knights met. Golden Knights got the victory, a uh, very great effort, but uh, a lot of animosity, a lot of lot of uh, physicality, a lot of brutality, if you will, and you're going to see a lot of that on Wednesday. More turnbuckles, hopefully. Uh, Nick Hague had missed eight consecutive games before returning to the lineup. I did have so. Wow. Yeah, Jeez. I did have sources that said that they saw him skating at the rink in front of the White House the other day. 
I'm not quite sure if that is the truth or not. Uh, but for VGK now, again, they go to Dallas on Wednesday. Shut up, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> um, VGK at Dallas on Wednesday. Dallas gave up six consecutive goals to the oh, Avalanche. God. So there was an avalanche in that contest. A buddy and of mine uh, was at that game, and uh, we were talking about it yesterday. A good, uh, a good buyer of mine, someone that I've gotten to over the years, but he was talking about the game. And we we talk a lot about the Stars, actually. And I keep telling him, Stars are going to be fine in the regular season. They're going to be fine <laughs> for a couple series in the postseason. But just DeBoer, listen, everyone loves DeBoer. One of the classiest coaches there is, but – he is just not a Stanley Cup winning coach right now. And wow. it's unfortunate because I like him. I do like DeBoer, but as long as the Golden Knights have a Stanley Cup potential contending roster, which is going to be for hopefully the next three or four years right now, the way things are going, I hope DeBoer does not get that elusive Stanley Cup anytime soon. The White House rink. Uh, coming up next, VGK's line shuffling. We'll get to that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. We've got this new NHL season with all the possibilities here. VGK, we feel, could be hoisting the Stanley Cup again and repeat. And you could also win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper. It's the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contest all you have to do is pick some winners uh pick some studs like jt miller i think is he leading the league now in points he's up there uh elias petterson wow uh the i'm gonna say the hughes corporation all the hughes brothers can you take them all at once uh okay <laughs> and you know you have to figure out if you can record more or less uh their sleeper projections for things like goals assists saves plus minus and much much more in a given game to win 100 times your bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard us, VGK fans. You can win 100 times your money by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start to win big. Use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL and you will get up to $100 match in your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKDOWNNHL. Welcome back. This Monday edition, back to work day for all of us here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Don't forget, coming up on Fridays, WTF, what the Friday? WTF, wait, WTBF, Black Friday, coming up here. Uh, and then, of course, on Saturday, Chris and Chris show, the YouTube exclusive. Please make sure that you subscribe there at Locked On Golden Knights. Did you try to go down to the strip to catch a little bit of Formula One? No, but me and my kids actually stayed up and watched the whole thing. That that shocked me. Um, I mean, almost watched the whole thing. I mean, what I will say, I've been dogging in for a long time, and I hope it's gonna, you know, work out. But I've had no desire ever to watch an F1 race in my life. I watched the whole thing, wire wheel to wheel, wire to wire, including yeah. uh the the pregame the pregame show, if that's the way to say it. And both my kids watched it, know nothing about F1. It was cool. I'm hearing the dealers are making a lot more money than anticipated. So that's a good, good thing. And yeah. Maybe it's going to be okay when the dust settles. I don't know. The final performer, if you will, is going to take weeks to come out. Uh, they reported 315,000 tickets sold for the main race, I guess. Okay, fine. That sounds good and everything. And, you know, there's all these videos of empty casinos and stuff. But this is the type of event where events where 
one patron that comes in and their wealth level can equate to four or 500 tourists. That's how wealthy some of these people were. I drove by yesterday, the Henderson airports. Um, I had to go down to that area to pick up something. <laughs> I've never seen that many private planes there in my life. No, there was I private planes pictures. everywhere. They were driving <laughs> down St. Rose. They were driving, they were parked on the Raiders uh, practice field. Even, I mean, they were, there was planes <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great uh, at the end of the day. Uh, but it's just funny. Projections, you can't figure out economic impact projections like the next day. So that's kind of funny. That's when you're talking billions hot. of dollars. Let's hope that there is billions. Jeez. And then there were other photos. one point three of them, but yeah. So they had the, uh, you know, the runway there and all of these uh, planes parked at McCarran and it was doom or gloom the day before the race so on Friday there's not a lot of planes here well they're all in Henderson for crying out loud some of the pilots just had to drop off their guest and then fly to Phoenix to Arizona some other they're, they were parachuting they were parachuting them out of Boulder, down in. In Boulder City and uh, jumping <laughs> on one of those party buses <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about VGK's line shuffling again yeah. uh, yesterday's game I was Paying attention, it's NFL Sunday, folks, and I don't know why the National Hockey League would even choose to compete against that massive National Football League on Sundays. In any event, uh, was it my imagination, or I texted you yesterday, I go, is Carlson on the line with Chandler Stevenson? What was going on there yesterday? All right, so here's the adjustments. First of all, line four never had a change. Line one, Cotter Eichel marches so. Line two, Carlson's on the wing. Stevenson's yeah. in the middle, Stone's on the wing. Okay, yeah. Line three, Barbashev with Howden oh and Amadio. That's... Is that a demotion? Is that a demotion, bro? It, um, I mean, listen, here's um, here's Barbashev's last two games. 14 shifts, 13.56 of ice time. Uh, the last game against Pittsburgh, 15 shifts, 12.16 of ice time. Is that a hard? I mean, technically, I don't think it's a demotion until they run a practice with him on a different line pairing, which I got a hunch they might line up differently against Dallas on Wednesday. We'll see on at Tuesday's practice when the reports surface. But is that a demotion? Yes, absolutely. And I'll I'll lead off here. Um, Carlson on the wing was something that Cassie did. Actually, I believe it, I could be wrong, but I believe it was against the Stars game. Um, there was some lighthearted moments in the post-game presser about Carlson on the wing, and uh, Cassie's like, yeah, I got to really talk to him about that because he hasn't played much wing, and we all kind of laughed about it and stuff. So I'm going to question one thing from Coach right now. Carlson team, is the team's best center. He's playing better than Eichel. He's playing better than Stevenson, obviously, you know, Nick Wah. And you're putting him – I get it, you're loading up the lines and stuff like that, but – I don't know if Carlson on the wing is the answer to everything. He did get a goal last time he was on the wing. Uh, that was back against the Stars. So Cassidy maybe felt there was a chance to get something fun out there. And I get it. Like, I'd rather make the move than not make the move. But I don't know. I, I think, uh, honestly, I really think Carlson being the first or second line center right now is the way to do this. And then have Stevenson down on the third line, kind of like how the team lined up in the playoffs. Does it show you more or less that Cassidy has concern about this team? Is he just trying to figure things out a lot what he did last season? Last season, I get it, his first year here in Vegas, and he was juggling lines 
consistently. And he kept saying, yeah, we're going to end here. Well, they kept going, right, with juggling lines. Uh, but what do you think the rhyme or reason might be for Cassidy to juggle lines right now? It's game 18 and 19, and things aren't working right now. Um, you know, it's like I said, all the things that were going well in games one through 10 are not going well in games 11 through 20. Is the game, is the team playing a lot differently? I don't know if they're playing that differently. There's just so much luck, the margin between success and failure in professional sports as a whole, and definitely hockey is less than razor thin. Um, but I'll still say this. You said concern. There's no concern. There is absolutely little to no concern in that locker room. And this is where I wish we could have had Petrangelo do the, do a, a post-game media scrum after a Sunday's game because it would have been very business. We're going to go back to work. We're going to go practice, and we're going to get back to work. And like I said, uh, I think I, on Thursday's or Friday's show, I talked about that media scrum. Or it might have been after the Capitals game when they got shut out, if I had to guess. So Wednesday's show, that would have been. Where it almost seems like Petrangelo, it's it's nonchalant. It's it's like it doesn't matter to him. But then when you read more into his comments, it does matter. And Petrangelo simply saying, we've been through this before. We know how to fix it. Let's get back to work. Let's get on the ice. And, you know, teams can say whatever they want in the media scrums. It doesn't matter unless they go out there and do it on the ice. And that's the type of player that Petrangelo is. He'll, he'll give good sound bites. He's a good interview. He's great to talk to. Very nice fella when the cameras are on and off. Very good. But he's going to get out there and he's going to do his work on the ice. And that's how all the players are. They've been through this before. Um, they know what it takes to win. We're using Mark Stone quotes right now. They know that it's going to take different ways to win. Uh, a lot of resiliency in that locker room. And uh, just to put a bow on my, on, my, on my perspective right now, if there is a book about the Golden Knights if they win the Stanley Cup in, in season seven, the season right now, resiliency will be featured in the title of the book because that's the word of the season right now. And if they don't, snake bitten, snake bitten. Take a shot every time you hear snake pit now. I was dying laughing because that's what they kept saying on uh, TV yesterday. And we're not even like talking about Robin Leonard with the snake comments. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, last year you started this drink. whole thing with I'll everyone. Drink. All right. Okay. We appreciate everyone tuning in, drink especially speeches. our everydayers, the folks that put up with this nonsense each and every day. We do have fun. The walk-ons. They put up with the walk-ons. There you go. We're the walk-ons, Tony. <laughs> we are. We're definitely the walk-ons. Uh, some days we're the walk-outs, too. We just kind of, okay, we'll leave you. Can you do a walk-off? All right. The walk-offs. Oh, good. That's a good one. From a man, Chris Golick. Don't forget to check out his show with little YouTube Chris. song called Walk On. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Each and every Saturday, the YouTube exclusives. Uh, make sure you subscribe there. I'm Tony Cardasco. So long for now. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. <laughs> Why is it not playing? Why is there... It